Hey everyone, excuse me, welcome back. Today is March 11th, 2018, and this is Sarai Darbondi, your host of the Spirit of Aya podcast. And it's been a while, hasn't it? And I took a break um, from the podcast this week, unintentionally, actually. Um, I wasn't planning on to take a break. Um, I just feel like I've really had to focus on myself and my lifting and getting, you know, third dimension stuff in order. Um, And that's, yeah, that kind of brings me to my next topic, um, which I feel like it's going to be a little controversial. Uh, I think... um, I think this is uh, this is interesting because I'm really big on perception and adaption and like evolutionary psychology. Um, I don't tell a lot of people that I'm really into evolutionary psychology, um, which you know, which basically means like anyone can adapt to their environment that they're in and that um we will we as humans will come up with whatever we need to to survive right um and and i know like in the spiritual new age thought right new age meaning not really anything new right because new age um it's it's like new age has been around forever it's just it's just what this wave is called, right? And plant medicine is all about this wave. And um, the thing that I've been wrestling with lately is like, no matter how much ayahuasca someone does or how much enlightenment that they do or whatever, it's never gonna change this third dimension reality if you don't put it into action. You know, um, you can be given a lot of information during an ayahuasca journey and you can continue to eventually, well, it's not even you, it's your ego, right? Your ego can be so strong that you can fall back into certain thoughts and patterns and not really shift. I mean, and then in the same sense, it's all perfect, right? It was all meant to be that way. Um, but this is what I'm. This is what I'm talking about. This is the struggle right here, <laughs> because it's like, is it perfect, or because that's the spiritual standpoint, that's the new age thought, or or somebody just not taking responsibility. Which I do a twelve step group, so that's like what a lot of twelve steppers would say. Like, or they're in denial, or they're they're continuing to play their characteristics out, and um, I really do believe in twelve step. Um, I don't know anything about AA. I don't know anything about NA. I only know about ACA, and ACA is trauma focused. It's literally a trauma focused twelve step group. That's what it is, and. Um, so sometimes 
See, like, even, like, we're a lot more gentler. Like, even when we address defects, it's like, don't forget to talk about your strengths. <laughs> because people who grew up, in, grew up in dysfunctional homes, oftentimes, like, way too hard on themselves. Their inner critic is just inflamed. So, um, so anyway, I think a lot of people don't like 12 steps because of some of the language that they use, like character defects, like I'm defective. When in reality, I mean, it's just, we all have our strengths and we all have things we need to work on and that's okay. I mean, that's literally okay. I mean, on a human side, that's okay. Spiritually, we're all great just how we are, right? But um, back to the point. So, um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's kind of when you've been introduced to both of these worlds and then you don't, I'm not the type to like, it's either one or the other. It's like, how can we integrate the two? And so, yeah, I'm more integrative and, but I, do, I still do find this question extremely valid because if you talk to anyone that is fully new age thinking, um, they really look at things like 12 step and psychotherapy as kind of like psychobabble, so to speak, or like wrong, um, or, um, you know, there's like a lot of like talk about how like psychotherapy relies on disorders right um to treat somebody and new age thought really doesn't agree with that um and i don't know if we have i actually don't think we have two separate worlds with new age and psychotherapy and 12 step and plant medicine it's like um or the system, right? It's just, I truly think that we're all just speaking different languages and it's really keeping us separated. Because in the end, I think the whole goal of all of these was somebody's wish to help somebody. And it's really, I mean, thank God that, you know, cause I know that when people are in early in recovery, 12-step groups can be like a sanctuary of language and a reality that they thought was fake but is actually real you know like or maybe they were in denial for so long and then finally someone told them actually what was happening and that can be really healthy for somebody um you know if they thought for a really long time that they were um I don't know, they kept picking like really destructive partners and then in the end they found out why. Oh, it's because I grew up in this type of family and subconsciously I'm just picking this, you know? So, you know, um, I like, you know, so like, kind of back to my point, I just really think like no matter how much ayahuasca somebody does, like they're always going to have to come back to this third dimension. And there's a lot of people who perceive the third dimension as like harsh and like we have to ascend from it and like it's a fucked up world. 
And I mean, you know, I've I've actually I've felt this way before, so I can't blame anybody, but the other thing too is like, you know, maybe maybe the way that things are happening doesn't have to go anywhere. Just we have to tweak it a little bit and the people, you know, it's it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So, you know, we're the people that are in the system, quote unquote. So we're all part of it. Um, so I think when people start blaming, it starts, it starts like creating this separation subconsciously. So if I'm going to blame somebody, then I don't take any responsibility. I don't have to do anything and it's everyone else's fault, you know, but if I actually thought of a solution or I changed my perception of how all of this is happening, or if I, you know, um, yeah, mainly if I change my perception, because if I'm able to look at the situation and say, you know what, um, recovery and mental health and like all this stuff hasn't really been around that long. Like healing has not been around that long. And I'll take a best guess in that everyone's probably doing the best they can with the information at any given time. And we can most certainly change. You know, unfortunately, it takes us a long time to change. Like, look at the civil rights movement. Look at the LGBTQ movement. It unfortunately takes patience and persistence, um, which any type of change, actually, even an individual, takes a long time. And that's the one thing I have not been able to figure out, and I don't know why, um, is how come things take so long um, when you can, you know, um, when you can visualize the outcome, you know exactly what you want, but it takes a really long time to build it into fruition. And I honestly think like God just made it that way because if everything was instant gratification, um, you know, I mean, we have enough instant gratification in our lives, like this phone right? Allows me to instantly post a podcast. I didn't have to do anything, you know, but when it comes to actual change, um, I think in a way it's almost like nature created it that way because we're meant to learn. It's like evolution, right? Like it, it's our adaption process. If it didn't take time, like we would probably abuse the fact that we can easily adapt and, um, and I don't know, just, I take that back all of a sudden, but, (laughs) um, but it also, it seems to be hold some truth. So, um, so, so these are just some of the things I was thinking about, like, no matter how much ayahuasca somebody does, like, this reality is always going to be here. So learning how to cope with the third dimension and understanding we have the tools um, of the the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth and beyond dimensions to help us here because, I mean, this is where we reside. This is where our physical body is. That's how most of the world functions is based off of third dimension. So 
I mean, really, I've I've been struggling with this personally. If I can come to terms with or get along with the third dimension, then look, I I honestly don't have any other choice though, you know. So it's like um, I think I think um, right. So if I if there's something I want to change within it, either I have to change. Or I have to try and change something else. Or I just have to accept it. You know. Um, because we all have a mental and emotional state. To look after. You know. At least I know I do. And. Um, we just have to do. What's best for us. Um, it's tempting to allow. Anger and rage. And. Um, uh, unhappiness with what's going on in our world to just take over and um, or or not you know it, it can really just be a matter of um, accepting and, and being able to um, make different decisions so those are some of my thoughts for today. I'm going to pull you guys a card. So I'm using Denise Lynn Native Spirit Oracle cards. So let's see, okay. Okay. So, spirit of air, spirit of air, almost like spirit of Aya, huh? So, spirit of air. So, ooh, clarity and expansive perception of life is emerging. You're being advised to see life from a higher perspective. Clear out mental clutter. Breathe. All is well. Do not be concerned. The cobwebs are being cleared away. Communicate your truth. Take care of details. Pay attention and don't let things slip through the cracks. Take time to hear the truth of others. Spirit is whispering to you. Open your mind to see a situation in a new light. Spirit wants you to know that the spirit of air represents the mental aspect of your life. It's the part... That has the capacity to discern, analyze, organize, evaluate, and judge. Through seemingly subtle and unseen, air is composed of the most rarefied energy fields, and we're in constant communion with the vast universe through our breath. The spirit of air carries the energy of change and transformation, inspiration, aspiration, mental clarity, freedom, perception, communion, and communication. The element of air also allows you to see situations from a higher perspective. This card can indicate that it's time to do some major clutter clearing and organization. The journey. One of the most direct and powerful ways to receive messages from spirit is through the air spirit. The Cherokee people and many other native tribes believe the winds were messages sent by the creator and then they carried information through the sacred realms. When you go outdoors, notice the movement of air. <clears throat> across your skin whether it is the subtlest breeze or powerful windstorm take a moment to stop and listen get a sense of what the messages might have for you 
I think this is really spot on with what I talked about today in terms of like using, you know, like that part of your brain that allows you to judge, um, and rationalize and, um, and yeah, think about things differently, be more creative, um, that sort of thing. So I will see you guys back here tomorrow on March 12th, 2018. This is Ryder Bondi, your host of The Spirit of Aya.